Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Craig Davis' contribution to football in Australia is is enormous. He's made a significant contribution, as 99% of people uh, have made to the game. Gigantic uh, contributor to footy. But in recent conversations that I've been having with a great man and Athletics Australia and Peter Bowl and the handling of uh, the the drug policy and information regarding it, uh, it's come to light, Craig, as we say good afternoon to you, that you had the the responsibility and indeed the privilege to write the very first AFL drug code. Is this true? Yeah, Andy and Andrew, how are you? Good, Good afternoon. Yeah, look, I had to write it for New South Wales and ACT. Uh, So it wasn't for the national body. It was for AFL footy in New South Wales and ACT. Yep. Reason being, we, we didn't have a national drug code back in those days. It was in the early 90s. And we were seeking government funding, and part of the tick the boxes of the government funding is you had to have an active drug code, and uh, so I got the right one. And what was? Did you have an area of expertise in this field in order to write the code? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be, be honest, uh, uh, but but I had a, I mean, it wasn't that hard to do because there was a, there was obviously went down to uh, AIS and. Uh, and our tribunal chairman, uh, appeals tribunal chairman, was a guy called Peter Hastings, and he was a QC to ICAC. So I had uh, had my job was to write it in a sense uh, for the layman, but uh, they tidied it up for me. And what mm. what sort of focus was on it, Craig? What what was the what were you, what were the protections you were trying to provide uh, for the game um, yeah, against the insidiousness of, of illegal drug use? Yeah, well, we obviously we were at the amateur level, so it wasn't that high. It was you know, very basic. But the premise was simply a thing. One, it had to be you're innocent until proven guilty. Yep. So the process was simple. If you uh, were had illicit drugs or got uh, caught, that, in a sense, it stayed private because, in a sense, as we see with Peter Bowles, you got the A and B sample. Now, Athletics Australia let it go through and hadn't leaked it. Now, no one would know about it. He would be innocent till proven guilty. Yeah. And, but uh, unfortunately, he got hung out to dry and then he's had to fight tooth and nail to get back. And uh, um, I think hopefully we don't wash it under the carpet and don't find out who leaked it because uh, that was the ultimate thing that I put together at the front page is that I, uh, I'm a strong believer if you do lose a list of drugs, you should be out of the game. Yeah. Uh, Lance Armstrong, Ben Cousins, all those sort of players, uh, you know, once you've been found guilty and you've cheated the system, you're gone. And wh- yeah. I think the, the the issue, particularly People back then, I, I would uh, suspect, is that it's one thing to have the drug policy, but how particularly at those semi-professional or lower levels, how do you police it? How, how are they going about enforcing it? Yeah. Well, well, it wasn't that hard because, in a sense, uh, all players are registered. And, look, the whole idea of detection was going to be nearly impossible. That's right. right? Yeah, because, yeah. My, look, it, was, it, was more, it, wasn't a, it wasn't just a piece of paper. It was something that people knew that was there, that if they'd stepped over line at the amateur level, 
that there was something there to uh, that they could go to or uh, and would help to protect them or to find them guilty. Uh, mm. I don't want to. I don't want to overstate it. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, you know the bee's knees of, of of drug codes. It just ticked the boxes of what I was trying to do, and took me nearly six months to put it together. But uh, uh, you know, funding was uh, very important for the grassroots of footy in New South Wales. Hey, Craig, was you talking the early nineties, and I was talking to Gazy about this right off the top of the show. Was steroids were huge in other parts of the world in in, in other sports? Uh, were they big in footy at the time? But did you have anecdotal evidence that? Uh, that that players were were using those sorts of drugs? No, no, I didn't. No, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I think there's a, out of Hungary there was a few VBs drunk. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, but no, look, uh, no, look. I I think that uh, you know you'd have to say that there would be a percentage of it, just like you know that you know uh, you know you'd be naive to say it wasn't out there. But probably the hardest thing from our, from an amateur point of view, how you detect it. Mm. So well, this is so if you play our game, you get caught, you're going to be you're going to be suspended. Uh, so they're, they're, that was really the deterrent that we used. So your your policy, your personal policy in kind of laid against the one modern, strike uh, the modern game. Yeah, mm. is is a bit old school, but there'd be a lot of people I reckon listening to you going, you know what, I agree with him. Mm. The one strike, if you're proven and it's illicit or it's performance enhancing, there's no coming back from mm. this. Well and yeah, there are rules obviously in place that protect games already along some of those lines, but it no toler zero tolerance of this sort of stuff. Do you see you clearly still maintain that as a sort of a starting and ending position? I've left the game, so it's a personal view. Yes, yeah. I, I do believe that. It's, uh, look, if you take it, I mean, there's, there are swimmers and runners and all that, you know, and then there's so much, uh, you know, dot the I's, cross the T, that you can take a drug, like, you know, a codril tablet or caffeine tablet, all those sort of things without knowing it. So you can take it uh, not knowingly, and I think that that should be taken into account. But you deliberately do it. Now, I, I, I'm a bit controversial. I haven't stated away the fact. I believe West Coast Eagles should forfeit the 06 grand final. Oh, jeez. There you go. That's bold well, because... It is bold, but well, mm. were, were, were there people involved in that game of a certain team that, uh, that later on got were said that, yes, they were playing under... Yeah, well, if Lance Armstrong get his thing stripped off him years later, why can other people? Well, others, you no, know, there's been other people uh, that you know in the game who have who have put put you know certain views about certain teams, and um, that is one that stops you in your tracks when you got a red. Well, I'm not, well, I'm not saying there's not fact. No, 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 no. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. You want to? What do you reckon? Well, I'd have to probably need a bit more time to think about it. But no, you should. Why do you? Well, because there are always uh, different circumstances, different contexts around it, and what, what just because you are taking, just be, Andrew, it's always different when it's a team, isn't it? It, it is, it is. It's, and, yeah. and it's also always different when I don't know about the actual drugs that they were taking, and and on the actual day of the of their performance. Was it having an impact? There's a whole bunch of variables that you can always go to. I don't believe they've ever they ever tested uh, after that, like you normally would after a, a grand final or one of those events, the Olympics or whatever it may be. Uh, 
And it has the case we saw with cycling, Lance Armstrong. He never tested positive. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, Craig, fascinating stuff. It's the thin end of the wedge. That's where it all started. It has become so complex uh, and so laid nowadays that it's nothing like what was uh, what was first put, put together back in New South Wales and ACT by you and your small team back in the day. Appreciate you joining us, mate. Good to hear your voice. No worries. And uh, I'm doing another big uh, fundraiser in November. Well, we so, will uh, we will ACT. tell we'll tell everyone about it when we get closer to the date. Mm. Well, bye, boys. You're a good man. Thanks, Craig.